Welcome to Money Talks for Women. This is Lynn Kitchen, and I am so excited to be here with you today. We're going to talk about five ways to plan ahead and save money for the holiday spending season. Yes, indeed. So welcome, welcome. You know, here it is, November already. There are only eight weeks or so to the end of the year, 2022, and not that much time left for to plan for the holiday season. And so um, I thought I would just take this opportunity to pause a moment. I think it's very, very good for women to just pause before the holidays begin. Before the holidays begin, let's make a conscious effort to pause and create some time for ourselves around our money and really begin to be a conscious a planner, be conscious about what we're doing to plan for our success going forward, for our success, success to end the year well, and also our success in handling the holidays ahead. Would that be fun for you? I'm hoping that it would. So here we are, um, the first or second week of November, and we have really had an, a continuation with the Federal Reserve this last week announcing, indeed, higher interest rates. Uh, they raised interest rates by three quarters of 1% last week, and they announced that that's just the beginning, or at least they're not going to be ending anytime soon. They're hell-bent on making sure that inflation is going to be knocked down. And as you all can, I'm sure, feel, it is true. These inflationary prices are uh, extremely worrisome. And with the interest rates moving up, we very much will have, I think, the year end filled full of mixed, mixed emotions, um, mixed volatility ahead in terms of both the markets and also the direction of some of the asset classes that we all hold near and dear to our hearts, including the value of our real estate, homes, and other holdings. Uh, so it's a it's a rocky time. We're right in this place where planning ahead is probably the very, very best thing that we could do. The very best thing that we could do. So you're in the right place, everybody. Thank you and welcome to, once again, Money Talks for Women, where I really believe that it's time that we open the door and look at what is it that we are doing with our money, how we can do better, and how we can talk more about uh, better ways that we can prosper. And certainly, my idea is to create wealth in the long run uh, for, for more women. And that includes you, because I do believe that inside every woman, there is an ace money manager. That means that each one of us ladies really know an awful lot about money management, uh, about what is value in the economy, what is value in the markets, uh, what is good pricing, what what we want to buy things for, let's say the holidays coming up. But we, we know that there can be good bargains coming up and we know we want to uh, create a, pl a, a plan for being able to create the very, very best holiday and year end that we can all enjoy. Because after all, 
the holidays are a time to enjoy. The holidays are certainly a time to spend with our loved ones as the most important activity for the holidays. We're going to have gifts and food that we want to prepare for that make it very special. Um, we're also going to have perhaps holiday trips. And this is the season to be happy, to be joyous. And that takes some conscious effort in advance so that our money is in alignment. Would you agree with that? So let's take a, a breath because once again, that's a tall order. It can be. That's a tall order. It can be. But what if it could be easy? Ah, so let's take a breath and let's just know that as we consciously move into um, this time of year, we can look at five ways to plan ahead to save money and to create some holiday savings, even though we know that we're going to be doing some holiday spending. Well, the very first way, let's get right into it. The very first way is to create a budget. You know, a budget is a budget is a budget, capital B. And there is no getting around it. You may have been saving up all year um, for a holiday season, or you may be the kind of person that you never save for a holiday season. You just wing it. <laughs> you may be making a plan for how much you want to spend in every single category, and then you stick to that plan. You might be that kind of a planner, but then you also might be the kind of a planner that um, you don't plan at all, or perhaps you create a budget and you always seem to go over that budget. Or you might be, like my father was, a last-minute spender who always created such joyful activity of going shopping on Christmas Eve, no matter what it cost. Um, he was in the buying mood, and not until then was he creating his uh, his mood internally. And you know, he used to say, "Well, what would be what? What's wrong with that? That is that's absolutely the joy of the season um, to splurge a little bit." Well, then that absolutely could be true. As we are moving into this holiday season with interest rates moving up, we have some choices to make. As interest rates do move up, ladies, let's just kind of take a, a moment to look at weighing spending versus saving. Um, if we were to make a budget on how much we would love to spend this coming holiday season on gifts, on family, on friends, on holiday meals, on holiday decorations, on travel and, and joy, joy making, uh, what could that look like? And if we were also to put that on one side of the paper, and then on the other side of the paper, we might put how much would that money bring if we would invest it in savings right now? And then we get to choose. We really get to consciously choose. Well, the good thing about interest rates going up is that we can actually get more money at the bank. This is an unheard of opportunity that we did not have even a year ago. Last year at this time, 
uh, in any savings account at most banks, you were lucky to get one half of 1%. But today, today, banks are beginning to uh, put the interest rates that they will pay investors up to four and a quarter percent. Now you do have to shop around, but I did go into my husband this week and I said, did you realize that it might be time to shift our savings account over to a different bank because they, this particular new bank, and I won't mention names, but you can do some research there are banks that are paying four and a quarter percent on regular savings. You don't even have to buy a two or three year treasury bond. There are banks that are offering a, an equivalent just in a savings account. Now, that may be in a uh, money market savings account. It may be in a specialized savings account, but you can do your shopping and you can look for the possibility to move your savings today with extremely low risk into receiving four and a quarter percent. My goodness. So things have shifted. Things have changed to the point where when we look at creating wealth and value over time, that savings really becomes an enticing idea because when we save our money, as you know, ladies, when we save our money and we begin to earn four and a quarter, four and a half, maybe even 5% going forward, that is a significant savings uh, that helps our money grow. And it helps us also begin to say to ourselves, well, if we can get four and a half or 5% in, in the savings account, um, what could we make in the stock market if we were to buy correctly after, let's say, a recession hits and the stock markets come back or come even lower in price because they might, the prices may go quite a bit lower with higher interest rates and pending recession. Yes, they might. So what would it be like if we could create that savings account and move it into a purchase, a purchase point in the stock market that would, over the next 20 to 30 years, really create some long-term wealth. Um, buying low in the stock market is what we all need to be aware of as a very, very potent possibility going forward. So once again, number one in how we can plan ahead to save money might be to create a budget. And as we create that budget, we're going to be looking at what could we be doing instead with that money. Now, everybody wants to have an opportunity to have a joyous holiday. And so go right ahead and plan for your joyous holiday. Put a number down on paper, what is going to feel good to you um, that you'd be willing to spend for your holiday joyous activity. And then and then make little columns as to how much you'd be willing to spend for gifts, for food, for decorations, for, for holiday travel, and so forth. And let's just see what it comes to. And then, as I mentioned, on the other flip side, just be conscious of what you could be earning with that money if you would 
put it into a savings account. So that's number one, create a budget. The second way that you can create some savings during this holiday is to begin to organize your holiday things that you already have. So really, that's like taking an inventory. Spend a few hours, perhaps this weekend, taking out all of your things from the closet. Maybe you have decorations already built up from seasons in the past. And maybe you could dust them off. And instead of buying a whole bunch of new ones, reuse what you already have. Organize the things that you do have. And it's so easy to see the holiday section, for example, going up in Targets and Costco. And we start, you know, grabbing things that we think that we're going to need, like wrapping paper, or we become tempted um, to, you know, buy new things because it's all glitter and gold and it looks so fun and festive. But wait, but wait, but wait. First, take a breath, like I said before. First, use what you have. Um, and you may have duplicates of things that you that you don't even realize that you have. So that's the second way to create a holiday savings is to use what you have. Organize what you already have. Take a breath and maybe repackage and reuse. Uh, another good thing is that when, while you're doing that, you can not only save money, but you can reduce clutter. I love that. <laughs> Okay, number three is um, start planning now. Start planning now. In other words, don't put it off. Begin to, to be conscious right now of what it could cost to have those holiday meals. My goodness, the uh, prices are going up in the grocery stores in every category. Even th- for Thanksgiving meals, um, I just read an article that it may be a higher cost savings to go out to a restaurant than it would be to actually duplicate a holiday meal at home uh, with all the trimmings. You know, and I I haven't really priced it out myself, but I'm going to because I I think that that was an incredible um, incredible idea. Without all of the uh, fuss and you know time spent in preparing a holiday meal for a big family. Um, there are so many new places that are gifting package meals um, and also creating package meals. I was just at um, a specialty grocery store the other day, and I was astonished at how much extra food and trimmings that they're putting into their holiday package for a Thanksgiving because they want the business more than the other store down the street. So we're looking at the possibility that there could be some competition between um, food retailers. So do a little bit of shopping, plan now for how much you really will be spending for food, because that is a cost that's going up faster than other, than other uh, categories of cost of items. So in other words, number three would be plan now Look at the different types of, of um, spending that you will be, you know, that you're going to be doing, which is per, 
probably food. Everybody loves food. And you can prepare now to see um, just exactly how you can maximize some savings in the area of food. Now, number four is create a plan of what it is that you would like to give as gifts that could be in the area of creating bargains. I want to uh, give you an in, in, interesting indicator. There are certain items that are coming down in price as opposed to going up. And some of those items can include, uh, if this is the time of year that you are considering large family expenditures, for example, a car, a used, a used car, for example, used car prices are coming down. And over the course of the end of this year, uh, we may be seeing a con continued decline in the prices of used cars. Why am I saying that? Well, well, first of all, many, because of the rise in interest rates, because of inflation, interest rates actually have a reverse effect on the pricing of certain assets that have gone up too far too fast. Now, a few asset classes that have gone up perhaps too far too fast in the last year would include those asset classes like real estate and or cars, big purchase items. Now, I'm not saying that uh, real estate might be coming down. It might, and it certainly is in regional areas. Perhaps the prices of real estate may be coming down faster than in other regional areas. But what we do know across the board in the United States are that used car prices are down 14% year to date this year in 2022. And if I'm right that the consumer preferences going forward may shift toward electric vehicles, we may see continued price declines for uh, normal combustion car prices, used car prices going down, and it, it could go down as much as 50%, I am told by certain experts, by the end of this year. So if you are in the market for that at the end of the year, you may be wanting to wait a little bit longer uh, toward the end of the year before you actually purchase and you do a great deal of cost comparison because this may be the perfect time to find prices of used cars that will give you the best deal. Why? Because we're knowing, we know that as prices come down, then pressure is put on the dealers that have to mark down their residual values of cars. So that, you know, that price decline can happen very quickly, can happen very quickly. So there are certain items, I'm just saying there are certain classes of assets that you can buy for the holiday season that would uh, be a value buy. Now, women, ladies, we always know that there are time to buy certain things. There's always, you know, you buy a winter coat in the middle of summer when the prices are down. Well, it just is a smart idea to be looking around for the what can I buy this season 
or my family that would represent a gift that we all could use that would be a good use of our our monies. Um, now, another number five would be um, number four would be what create cre- create a what list. What am I buying that would be value purchases this Christmas relative to something up that's going up in price? And let me just say, as the opposite end of that, what might be going up in price because of inflation would be travel, vacation, hotels. Um, these things uh, are t- trending upward over in the United States, at least. Now, of course, if you were going overseas, it would be the opposite. The overseas holiday packages may be great bargains because with the United States dollar being so strong right now relative to the euro and relative to the yen, your dollar will go much further if you vacation overseas right now. Um, Of course, that may not be exactly what you want to do. Uh, still, there's so many risks out there for, you know, with COVID still, you know, lurking around the corner. I get it. But what I'm saying is that as consumers, as, as purchasers, uh, we can be very, very savvy this holiday season as to what will be the best use of our monies, uh, what will go the longest way, what will go the furthest way to purchase the items that will, you know, benefit ourselves and benefit our families and take advantage of some of the economic uh, trends that we're seeing right now. Now, number five, or the fifth way that I think that we can plan ahead to save money during the holidays would be when we buy, when we buy holiday gifts. Now, the what was number four, the when is number five. And when is a timing issue. And it might be a really great thing to contemplate that as inflation moves up and as um, companies are feeling pressure to uh, create sales for their for their merchandise this holiday season because sales might be languishing or, or, or slowing with the potential recession looming, this could be a Christmas or a holiday season in which companies might be worried about a slower holiday buying season. And I think that right now you're going to be seeing the Black uh, Black Friday, they're, they're probably already ramping up or testing the waters. But here's some real economic indicating uh, information, ladies, that I think you will appreciate. Um, Walmart and Target, for example, reported this last quarter slower single growth in their in, in their profits, in their sales and profits. And uh, that may be a trend that could be going on. And but the thing that is really surprising, a very dramatic uh, thing that is happening there, is that their inventory has built been built up 
to a 25 to 33% range right now. So that is startling, meaning that they're going to be under a great deal of pressure to get rid of that inventory over the holiday season, which means that they're going to be most inclined to uh, cut prices. For example, here's a, here's another dramatic reminder. Nike, for example, their August sales globally were up 3 to 4% globally, but their inventory had risen to almost 44%. And that was globally. But in the United States, Nike inventory rose to 68%. Now that's ballooning. And as I did a little bit more research, I found out that the amount of inventory in transit, meaning on the ships coming from China, is up to 85%. Now, what does that say to you, ladies? <laughs> that says to me, anyway, that Nike and other companies like them may be going through a very, very high inventory cycle where they're going to be incentivized to cut prices, but they're not going to do it right away at Thanksgiving right? They're going to wait till they absolutely have to cut prices. And so it's going to be the kind of Christmas and holiday season that we can get the best bargains as we wait, as we wait. In fact, you might even give gifts cards this Christmas season or, um, you know, just mail out a promissory note kind of in a gift card saying, I don't mean a credit card gift card, but I'm saying you might just actually write out a handwritten gift card saying, hey, this Christmas, I'm going to be delivering to you XYZ or a beautiful pair of brand new Nikes, for example, but you'll be receiving them in the mail after Christmas. Now, that is going to be a smart thing because between now and then, your delivery date to them, you will be able to probably save 30, maybe 20 to 30%, maybe even more on the very same Nike shoes between now and the end of the year. So those are ways that you can go about. And let me just remind you, I love the quote that... Um, Ben Franklin, old Ben Franklin, when we when we talk about saving money, he says that if you would be wealthy, think about saving as well as the getting. And then there's always a simple fact that is actually difficult to learn that the time to save money, ladies, is when you have some. <laughs> the time to save money is when you have some. And finally, I'll leave you with this old Scottish proverb that I really like, and that is that if you can save small amounts, those small amounts build up over time to large amounts. That's wisdom, ladies. That's wisdom that we can all um, that we can all count on. So that's money talks for today uh, for women, ladies, and I invite you to come back every. Time and give me your questions. You can email your questions to me at hello at lynnekitchen.com. Uh, once again, that's hello, H-E-L-L-O, at lynn, L-Y-N-N, -N, middle initial E, kitchen, K-I-T-C-H-E-N, 
www.thinkandgrowthpodcast.com. Forward your questions to me, and I'd be delighted to answer your questions on the next program. Thanks, everybody, and have a beautiful November.